AMC theaters could run out of money before the end of 2020. Good God. Yep. This virus is just... We're never going to be the same after this, dude, as a society. I mean, this is all going to be so much different. This, yeah, this is gonna, done. There's going to be some new normals. Yeah. For sure. This is, this is ridiculous. Wow. Uh, no. A regal, a regal. I don't think they're going away yet, but they just stopped all, all everything. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So they can so just so they could stop hemorrhaging money. Yeah. So th- they're not they're not dead yet, but they're trying to stop before they die. Yeah, I mean that's like I said, dude. I just I honestly don't know about what's gonna happen to the movies, you know, before this is over. I really don't know how this is gonna turn out. Um, I'm just wondering if straight to be straight to straight to streaming is gonna be the new norm. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I really wonder. But I- I really, I think, I really think that, um, I really think that the um, uh, movie industry will, I mean, I think they will bounce back because there'll be some new normals when, when this, you know, gets better, but I don't, just imagine how much money the first couple of movies when they reopen the theaters, because talking about opening the theaters and, you know, Springtime, summer of next year. Oh, it's gonna be awesome! I mean, there's gonna there'll be lines for even even mediocre movies that's what I mean. are going to yeah. do gangbusters. Like romantic comedies will be blowing up in the theater, and, you know, all that good stuff. So it's gonna be interesting, you know. But so whoever can whoever can weather the storm are gonna reap the benefits. So it's just a matter of who, you know. I've been who it's gonna be. I've been wondering if once they get to that point and we start to reopen if, if uh, you should invest in the stocks of uh, of Regal because I'm, sh- I'm sure it's cheap I think right I will. Now. that's what I'm saying I'm sure it's cheap right now and it's going to just mm-hmm. get cheaper I mean it's probably going to be down to about five bucks a share by then you know you might buy like you know a couple thousand dollars worth of shares you could turn that if it blows up into like a hundred thousand dollars you know, if you, if if things go right, you could easily turn it into that. You know, in yeah. a couple months, that's a nice that's a nice little investment, man. You know, yeah. I'm really thinking about doing that. I just don't know. It's so funny you said that because I was thinking the same thing. I was talking to someone at work about that, yeah. and I was thinking about. You know, I was like, man, I could easily. I was talking to Alex about it too. Uh, uh, my buddy Alex, because you know, I was like, man, I I'm not. I don't really know a lot about the stock market, but you know. I know people who do, mm-hmm. and if I were to just even, you know, just a couple hundred shares, and uh, just see what it does, you know, yeah. in the f- coming months, because I'm, I'm sure it is dirt cheap right now. Well, I remember when Radio Shack, uh, when I was there, when it was it was dying at one point. I mean, it's dead now, but it was almost gone. Shares were down to like a dollar a share, and then for about two hours, we were looking at it. And for some reason, we was like, man, let's check the shares Radio Shack. It was up to $30 a share. And what I think happened was somebody invested a huge amount of money in it. And if you bought like, you know, 
ten thousand dollars worth of shares at a dollar a share, and then it jumped to thirty, and you sell immediately. I think that's close to three hundred thousand dollars that you just made in like an hour and a half. And that's kind of what you know beginners should should look at when they're trying to, uh, you know, buy stock. You know, it's something that could happen like that because some of the stuff, man, I've been looking into it. It is so complex, man. It's so hard to understand what they're doing, how it's getting done. And the only thing I know is if you want preferred stock because you get paid first. If you have preferred stock, it's a little more expensive, but if you have preferred stock, you get paid first. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really the only thing I know. Um, and that's what I would do is buy preferred stock in movie theaters and then fucking cross my fingers and go, please, God, work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> please, just, just just give me 10 times my investment. It'll pay, it'll pay some bills. That's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need much more than that. All right, so let's let's uh, let's put a pin in this and let's start, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, all right, knock it out. All right, hold on, give me five seconds. And that Marcel is how you get a prostitute out of your car. Hello, I'm Damon. As long as she's not dead, then uh, (laughs) if she's dead, you can get her out any way you want. Uh, That's Marcel, and we are Black Nerd Radio. We are. Killing hoes and filling filling doughs. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that was. I don't either. Anyway, uh, it's a new week. Um, a lot of stuff happened in the last week, and mostly after the last time we recorded. Yeah, the president almost died. Yeah, well, you know what? He's acting as if he doesn't have COVID now. He's only been. He's only had it. Uh, what? about six, seven days, Mm -hmm. eight days, Mm -hmm. eight days. And uh, no one has been cleared of, cured of, or, you know, COVID in less than eight, less than two weeks. So either he's, either I'm going with it's bullshit that he had it. I think he was just buying time. Mm -hmm. And uh, because now he's walking around, no mask, talking about he's okay. that's that's not true. I mean, that's no one has been uh, cured. Who anyone who's had it wasn't cleared to 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 go back to lo- their their lives in less than two weeks. Two weeks is the minimum. Well, you got to remember, man. He's the perfect physical specimen. Yeah, seventy four year old. Yeah, man, you got overweight. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> that's muscle. That's not fat. And those extra chins. Oh. Those are those those are biceps under his chin. You know, those are, those, oh. are, those, are, those are big biceps. You can flex them and he just looks like a god. Like the doctor said, I've never seen Peck so magnificent on a man in my life when he took his shirt off uh, uh, when he went to get a routine physical. The man's a god. Get get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was just hoping he'd really, really get sick and his followers would have to at least admit that something was uh, up with this virus. I don't know if, did you see on my Facebook page uh, the little back and forth I had with that dude um, on there? I don't want to say his name, but uh, no. Well, you commented on 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 it. What was the topic? Uh, I mean, I, I, I commented. I so put much. something up there about uh, 
I want to say it was Kamala Harris. Um, and then you commented on it, and he said that she's. Uh, oh, the the um, the the side eye. Comment. Yeah, the one that said that she's not black; she's uh, Eastern Asian. Oh, he said that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Let me see. Uh, yeah, him and I. Uh, He's an idiot. Whoever. Yeah, is. every black child knows this look and what it means. You don't got two minutes, and then you said. You said this is just a meme, but it's pretty fucking accurate that he said she's not black, she's Eastern Indian. And we had a bit of a back and forth, and he hasn't answered at all after I put him in his place. And I like to do, you know, I mean, I think he's a cool dude, but. Well, well what, did, what did he say? I mean, uh, he, well, he I, talked I, about, I, um, I told him to say, stop it, man. If she robbed a store, she wouldn't. You wouldn't tell the cops that an Indian woman robbed them. Well, it's an easy argument to right. make because just look up her parents. Right. One of them is black, and that's what I did. I sent him a picture of her father, and he said, "Ha ha, no, she isn't." And then he went into into this conspiracy stuff about how uh, the woman has lied and let innocent black men go to prison, who years later were re- released for wrongful imprisonment. Uh, talked about smoking weed, uh, listening to Tupac. And I'm like, in 88, 89, and I'm like, when did Tupac join Digital Underground? Tupac didn't join Digital He was a backup dancer, and then he did a guest... He was a backup right. dancer in Digital Underground. That's where he got started. Then yep. he did a guest He did a guest spot on Same Old That's song. what it was. That was the yep. first time. And after that, he started working on his own. Now, you album. remember what year was same old song? Was that 90 or 91? Or was that even earlier? No, that was like 93, I believe. So, it was for the it was for the soundtrack of um what was the name of that movie? It was a really bad Dan Aykroyd movie. Oh god, you're right. That was the one where he played that wrinkled up old judge. Yeah, he played a yeah, few yeah, 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 yeah. But- I cannot what was the name of that don't movie? Remember, but I know exactly what movie you're talking about. He played a bunch of weird characters in it. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. The name is the name yeah. is slipping, but I know what movie it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. But um Yeah, continue. and then he called her a fraud, and then she said that she was Eastern Indian, not black. You can pretend as much as you want, uh, you know, my dude, but um but he wants to keep it He's... real. You know, I mean, he has eyes, right? I mean, she even says she is a black woman. Right, I know, but this guy uh, is—I don't know who your friend is, but he is a fucking. He's not a bad guy. He's a Trump supporter, and no, well, there you go. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm trying. My brother and I were talking about those guys, and some of them, you know, I know a few, and they're not bad people. They just. Well, I know I know a few also. Not all of them are pieces of shit. If you support Trump, if you support Trump this late in the game and you're not part of the 1%, you either don't care that he's a racist or you're oh. dumb. Oh, I'm it, sorry. You it, it is right. what it is. I have a few friends. I have a friend I'll call his name out cuz I do not give a shit. His name's Jamie. I've known this guy most of my life. We met uh, waiting at our because our school we had the same bus mm-hmm. stop in the seventh grade. He's always kind of leaned a little right. Even then, we'd had like political arguments about the little bit of politics we Which did wasn't know. Nothing. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> True. Yeah. And he went on to do a radio. He went on the East Coast and kind of was uh, or the you know, the South, and uh, he had a small radio push back when radio was still talk radio was still a thing. And he was like that version, the regional version of Rush Limbaugh. And he was a nice, he's a nice guy. He he still sends me birthday cards every year. But he and I had a like a little bit of an argument online about Trump. I was, you know, he's talking about, well, he's going to raise, Biden's going to raise your taxes. And I went into a long response about why I'm voting for Biden, even though he's not my favorite, but I don't want Trump. I said, I, you know, basically laid it out. It's like, we got a racist maniac in the in office and I've never seen my 48 years I've never seen racist so brazen as now I mean I've, I'm sure they, they were in like the 60s but I wasn't yeah. around then but I've never seen him so bold in my life as, until this you know this in 2020 right. exactly no I agree wholeheartedly and, yeah. and, 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 I, and I was like so if you vote for him you, you either don't care about you know racism or 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 you're just not smart. Now I don't think he's an idiot. No, at he's all. this dude. He's not. But 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 he just uh, I don't know about your friend. I mean, just to deny his eyes. That's well, just stupid. <laughs> that's just he's stupid. trying to be contrarian. I think with with Kamala because he just doesn't like her because she's on the left. But he said all the terrible things he's done to the black community and especially Biden and the, you know, the, you know, 94 with, with, I think the crime bill was 96, but it could be 94. Then he talked about um, how, what Biden said when he said, um, you're not black if you don't vote for him. He called that the most racist thing you'd ever heard. And I was like, dude. Oh, the racist, the most racist thing I've ever heard was. (laughs) Come on. uh, The most racist thing I ever heard was. Uh, Trump telling r- other racists to stand, to stand down, and to stand, yeah, stand by. back and stand by. That's a fucking direct. Yep. That's a direct. Threat. And then he, then he, then he tried that. to say that on video that Biden said he didn't want his children going to a jungle school with a bunch of black children. Uh, oh, I'd like to see that publication. Other than, uh, it better not be some. I better see oh, the you source gotta, of that. It you gotta wait. I'm, I'm, I'm getting. To, I got him too because he hasn't responded in two oh. days. And I know he's read it. Of course not. I, 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 I put it to him. Talking about how black support is at, what, 40%? And I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. There's no way. So anyway, I uh, I sent him uh, a picture of, of her black father. And I told him, uh-huh. unlike Trump supporters, I can and have critiqued Democrats harshly at times, while Trump supporters think that his shit don't stink. And I said, look, I wanted Stacey Abrams to be his choice for vice president, to be perfectly honest, because I didn't like uh, Kamala's record as a prosecutor, you know, and, and I said, mm-hmm. you know, she's a fraud, whatever. Nobody's more of a liar and, and, and fraudulent than Trump. And I said, the crime act was mostly Clinton, not Biden. It was all Clinton. And yeah, and to be honest, Clinton. at the time, with the little bit of knowledge I had, I supported it because crime was getting out of hand. And my dad was the only one that told me, yeah, gang violence was at an all-time high. Yeah, and my that. dad was like, dude, this is not good. This is going to end up incarcerating a lot of innocent black folks. And I didn't listen to him. And now I know that he was right. I just didn't understand what was what was coming. And then I and I said, what about the, the black thing Biden uh, you know, said about black and voting for is true? I said, but Trump is tearing this nation apart at the seams as so far as that video 
of what he said about the jungle schools, send it to me or don't talk about it. I need proof, not words. And then to talk about how Trump never said he never done or said anything racist, I sent him something from Vox.com, his long history of racist stuff. And yeah. I said, I said, dude, never done anything racist, please. And lastly, I looked into it. You know, I read from multiple sources, not just CNN and not just Fox at night. And by the way, you do know that Hannity, Laura Ingram, and Tucker Carlson are opinion people, not reporters. They have no binding reason right. to tell you the truth. Trump, going back to him, can't and could can't, couldn't and wouldn't denounce white supremacy because he knows those are his base. That's his base, and he knows it. Yeah. And I ended it by going stand back and stand by. <laughs> and he hadn't said anything about it because he's the type of guy that you have to really beat over the head with 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 with, with facts and truth because he he's a one source guy. He's like Charles Barkley. He'll read one source or read one headline, and as long as it agrees with him, he'll run with it. That's what Trump supporters do. That's that's a lot. Yeah, that's exactly what my friend yeah. That's what Jamie they do. Did. Uh, I posted, okay, since we're reading posts, hell Yeah, might as well. <laughs> it's our show. It's our show. We do what we want. I, I I did a post that said, if you're a firefighter, you pay more tax. Ta- you know, something about him not paying right. his taxes. And Jamie, uh, Jamie wrote, well, one buddy, one friend, uh, it's like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with him. He, he just worked the system. And I was like, I love how the same people calling welfare reform, calling for welfare reform because of evil people scamming the system, which is actually less than 2% that actually yeah. do, are silent when they see Trump doing scamming the system for the last mm-hmm. 15 years. All of a sudden it's, well, if he can do it, I don't blame him. Now, uh, uh, Jamie said... Uh, if you vote for Biden, you'll pay more taxes than you do right now. And I wrote, that's fine. That's fine with me as long as the orange piece of garbage isn't in the yeah. office. And then he goes, his response was, well, then good luck with that kind of thinking. Willing to diminish your own income and your own opportunities for you and your family through that diminished income. All so that President Trump isn't president for the next four years. If it was for me, if it was me. Even if I thought like you, I would wait till the next election for candidate for a candidate who isn't going to raise my taxes through the roof. I got to tell you, there may be times in my life when my taxes are raised, are are raised. That's what he meant to say. Mm-hmm. But he said raised, but but it will never be because and he emphasizes never. It will never be because I know uh, because um, because of knowing voting for because i know voting for my taxes would be raised just saying all right like well well jamie a tax increase isn't going to this is my response a tax increase isn't going to hurt me that much at all and unlike you i can't afford to vote just on financial Mm -hmm. standings alone we have to we have a tyrannical Mm -hmm. racist in office and since since his time in office racists have never been so brazen as now it's as if, and I put in parentheses, oh, I don't know. They have their biggest cheerleader in the White House. Mm-hmm. And they have been behaving as such. And they have been mm-hmm. behaving as such. In my entire life, I've always had to deal with some form mm-hmm. of racism. 
any person of color could tell you a number of bad experiences with mm-hmm. racist people. But in the last three plus years, I have never had to deal with with it as mm-hmm. often as now. So if getting this piece of shit out of the White House means my taxes are a little higher, Preach. so be it. I have a beautiful little brown girl to worry about and think and think for in this fucked up climate that 45 is just fanning mm-hmm. the flames of. Also, when I just and then I ended it with also, let's be honest, your president isn't doing a whole hell of a lot for you either because the last time I checked, you are exactly. not the 1%. Exactly. And that's yep. Yeah, and no, I'm his, just saying, yeah. and that's what if they don't understand. They feel like he's the president. And I'm like, dude, he eats with gold spoons. He's not like you. He's not like you. Yeah. Stop. He's not, no. on, your, he's not on your team. He's not. he's not on your team. Oh, my God. If Barack Obama had not paid state or federal income taxes like him, I would have flipped out just like I did with Donald Trump. But you know what? The Republicans would have lambasted him. The Democrats would have lambasted him. But since it's Trump, guess who's the only one lambasting him? The Democrats. The Republicans are like, well, he found the loopholes. And that's what they don't like, is that you won't be honest about your criticisms. You are so partisan that if one of your guys does it, it's okay. But if one of my guys, supposedly, does it, it's not okay. That's the problem I have with the way politics are now and always have been. Nobody is willing to criticize everybody. Nobody's willing to praise everybody and go, look, I don't like candidate B because it's not a, 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 a you know a, a widget, but damn that widget knows what they're doing in, in the, you know in category A, B, C, and D. You know, you know, but but yeah. but the Zeppelins, you know, they're they 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 you know they're my people. But that dude should not have been talking about A, B, C, and D like that. Because that's not fair. And that's all I ask for is honesty. That's all I ask for from people who are Trump supporters. You know, just, just tell the truth. You know he's lying to you. You know he's conning you. Just say, I know he is, but I like him better than so-and-so. And you know what? I'll leave you alone. Yep. But no. you know, they're never going to do that. They're going to make excuses and pretend they don't know or just make up just facts, just make up fake shit just so they can, you know, I, you know, just like that. My response to Jamie, you know, his response to that last response was crickets. Of course it was. Because, yeah, you know, he had nothing. He, how can he argue it? How could he, he possibly argue And also, it? my taxes under Democrats aren't going to be raised. The rich taxes, the rich people. Their taxes are going to be raised. Yeah, and everybody. See, the problem is, I read this one great article. I wish I could remember who did it, but they said that the problem with white men and people in this country is that they think that all of them think they're one break away from being millionaires and billionaires, and that's why a lot of vote Republicans mm-hmm. talk about the tax problem because they think that I just need one break and I'll be them, and once I'm them, I don't want my taxes raised. I'm like, dude, you've been illiterate. Your yep. family's been illiterate for seven generations. This is, this is you're you're never gonna be these people. <laughs> you understand? It's you're never gonna be these people. Okay, the, a lot of these people are old money. Okay. Yep. Generations yeah, Trump is old wealth. money. Trump didn't do jack shit to make his money. His father left him half a billion dollars upon his death. Well, that's not true. He left him five million. No. Oh, oh, oh you mean upon his death? He gave him five million. Right, but when he died, business and yes, left him half a go. billion. Yeah, yeah. And that's when Trump said it was a small loan. 
of only $5 million. Anybody can get that from their parents, right? What? Are you are you are you high? Uh my parents do okay, but I shouldn't get a loan for five hundred dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? Alone five million. What? Well, you also need an ID in order to buy stuff at the store, right? I don't know what kind of store you've been to, but that's a oh hell I know you moron. Yeah, you talk about someone who's he's someone who's just been rich too long and just completely disconnected yeah. from reality. Yeah, you know, he just it's 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 just these people don't know and that's one reason why I like Barack because he wasn't always rich, you know. He halfway understood, yeah, what the everyday person goes through. You know, that's why I don't like electing people like W or HW, you know, or or, or Trump because they they were rich forever. They have no idea what it's like to go like, man, I got to find something else to do. Otherwise, this light bill ain't gonna get paid. You know, I, I you uh, know, how am I gonna put? Am I gonna put gas in my car? or Am I gonna put food in the fridge? You know, what am I gonna do? You know, they don't, they don't understand those stresses. It's like I really need this surgery, but I can't take time off work. They'll fire me. And also, my insurance won't cover it. This is ridiculous. They don't know nothing about that. And Trump getting better from his COVID, he had the best team of twenty-five doctors in the world <laughs> taking care of him. Are you kidding? If I had that Walter he- yeah. Walter Reed Hospital and I had those doctors taking care of me, I'd have no aches and pains at all. I'd be like I was 22 again with two doctors like that, man, and the medicines they have. Plus, they gave him stem That's cells. I know. Yeah. I was getting ready to yep. say that. I was getting ready to say that. Oh, it's, it's you know, no, you don't hear fucking yeah. shit from the right. Uh, nothing from the religious right about, oh, uh, you know, pro-life you can't use stem cells no one has said a fucking word on that side when they found out when that came to light that he was using stem stem cells to get better and that that's like the core belief is that you don't do abortions and you don't use stem cells but it's okay if it's a rich white man who happens to be the president you know if rich people want to do it that's fine but we can't let poor people use it we can't we can't keep poor people healthy which to me is ridiculous because the poor people are the ones that make your businesses work you know, without those people that Fred yeah. Myers bagging and cleaning and stacking and stocking, you have nothing. You have nothing. Your business is dead because there's no one working. So why don't you want them as healthy as possible again? You know what I mean? I'd give them the highest, the highest health care I could afford. So they would be there every day working because they feel good. And then they like the job, and then yeah. they work harder because they like the job. And if you pay them enough, shit, they'll, they'll work even harder. Ah, uh, fuck that, man. That stem stuff, they made me angry. I was so pissed when we did that. Well, if you're rich, you just go, you know, like uh, Rogan, you know, he got his back fixed that way. He's like, they couldn't do it here in the U.S., so he went overseas, got the treatment, and it was as if he got a brand new back. Yeah, that's what he said. You know, that's what he was talking about. There's a lot of uh, uh, there was a UFC fighter that went overseas and got mm-hmm. stem cell treatment, and it was like he, you know, they didn't have to cut him because it was like you know he started healing like he would have as a you know a young man. So all right, all right, I get off politics. And this is gonna make me mm. mad. I woke up this morning. I was a Christian. Now I'm angry. <laughs> 
Uh, so, uh, it's been a pretty good TV week. I haven't watched a lot of movies, but uh, what have you been watching? I rewatched this morning, for some odd reason, Running Scared. Uh, that's the one with, um, um, God damn it. Yep. Gregory Hines yep. and Billy Crystal. It really that's was. a good movie. I haven't seen it. In, haven't seen it. In it was 1986. But we used to have it on uh, on VHS. I was. It I reminded me. It was a good movie. Of what a buddy comedy is kind of like supposed to be, because you could tell those guys really liked each other. You know that they were actually friends. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they had really good chemistry. They really did. Yeah, they had great chemistry. And I chemistry. wish they would have made more. You know, it's just too bad they didn't make another one. Because I, I loved watching them on screen, the way they acted. And Jimmy Smith might as well not even have been in the movie. I mean, he was just some, some like, ghost character, Gonzalez, that they were hunting down. It was really just the two of them. And it was funny. It was fast, witty. Everybody was good in that movie. I mean, every single performer was good, and it was '80s cheese with the with the with the gunfire scenes. You know, at the end when they were shooting them up the mall, that was so '80s. It was scary. I'm like, God, this is an awful mall scene, but yeah. it was so good. I'm like, I'm glad I rewatched it. Um, and the only other thing, the only go ahead. What? Oh, I was just saying, who Peter the director Heim, yeah. was Peter Himes. He did a. Uh... He did 2010, did the Star Chamber, mm-hmm. Outland. He did, uh, well, he also did Ooh. Time Cop, <laughs> which is a, a good bad movie. It's fun. It's a fun Van Damme movie. It's stupid, but it's, you know, I like Time Cop. He also did another Van Damme movie, Sudden Death. He did The Relic. He did End of Days, The mm. Musketeer. Hey guys, the only thing I remember about movies. Sudden Death is I learned that hockey had three periods. That's all I, that's all I got out of Sudden Death. I did not know hockey had three periods. <laughs> and when I was like, oh, three periods, huh? Good to know. You know, I went to a hockey game years and years ago. Um, uh, it was uh, it was such a weird night. It was just back in, actually, I think it was back in 90. When, whenever, no, it's it was later than that. It's like 91 or 92. It was back when um, Rodman was... He was with the Spurs. That was probably San around '95 then. Okay, yeah, we went to that game. Uh, I had a friend James, and he had tickets to that game, and we went to it, and like in the parking lot, in the parking lot of the place, his car dies, and um, so we're in the game, thinking, you know, it's like, what are we gonna do? After the whole time we're watching the game, I can't enjoy it because I'm like, how are we getting yeah. home? Because this is in Seattle. And, you know, we live in Vancouver, so three three hours away. And uh, he has a cousin. We ran into his cousin. He called him. His cousin was uh, in a hockey game. And he's like, well, just walk. You're, you're not far from it. So we walked to the place, and the game was almost over, so they just let us in. And I watched, like, a half hour of a hockey game. I wasn't really yeah. into it. I tried to like it, but I just wasn't into it. But it was a crazy... We ended up having to stay the night at his cousin's house. And his cousin and his wife 
they had to work in the morning, so they told us when we got up, we can just, you know, hang out. He's like, I got a, I got a old beater that still runs. You guys can take it into town and do whatever running around you need to do, just so you don't stay locked up in the house all day, mm-hmm. which was sounded pretty cool, right? Uh, but what he forgot is that he has a 150 pound uh, Rottweiler that he, you know, he had a he lived kind of out in the sticks. So his um, his um, he had his entire house was fenced, but he let his Rottweiler out to run around the grounds and kind of act as a guard dog. And that dog was terrifying. And the car from the front door to the car was about 50 yards. No, we weren't going to make it. Every time we tried to leave, the dog would chase us back in the house. And this is before. And we didn't, he, he didn't leave a number for us to call him. And James tried to call, you know, tried to call his cell phone, but he didn't have his, his cell phone on because he was at work and he, you know, was, he worked in an office. So it wasn't like he was answering it. So uh, the entire day we were stuck in that house because the dog, every time we tried, I even went and got, uh, I remember getting uh, hot dogs out of the refrigerator and throwing them like on the opposite direction. The dog wouldn't even nah, take motherfucker, the bait. Like, nope, I'm too I smart that for that ass. shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. So for for like the entire day we were stuck oh, I there. I'll never training. forget What that. the fuck, man? You left a fucking tiger out here. <laughs> How am I supposed to get to my car? God damn it! <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just part of my." How routine. do you forget a hundred and fifty pound Rottweiler? Yeah, I let the. Well, part of his routine was to let him out, but and the dog goes out every day. But he should have like let us get familiar with the dog because we didn't even know he had a dog when we got there. And then you know that morning he mentioned his dog, and but he, he just mentioned it. He didn't even think of, to tell us that we didn't. You know, it was going to hold us hostage. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so what I, else I'm watching? revisiting Highlander. Uh, yeah, the show. It's still as it's still as cheesy as I always know. as I remember it being. Um, what what gets on my nerves about the show? Well, now the show is after after the movie. yeah. That's why that's, that's why like uh, Christopher movie, Lambert right? shows up in the first episode. You know he. Which is if he's if he had already had the quickening, it it it, it totally negates. If you know the if you know the story of Highlander, anyone yeah. listening really, I know you know, but if you know the story of Highlander, there can never be a sequel because the events that happen at the end of one yeah. that was the whole point of the movie mm-hmm. is that there could only be one. Not there can only be one until there's a right. hundred more later. And it, was, and it was like, if there, you know, if you watch the first one, there's they made it, it was supposed to be sequel proof, but it was just too, too much of a cult following. And well, here's the thing it, 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 it never was sequel proof, no matter what they thought, because immortals are born every day because they never figured out how someone got the gene to become immortal. And he, I remember, was I don't remember if it was Duncan or Connor that said it, but immortals are born, they live, and they that grow old, and then they die. You have to have a traumatic death to trigger your immortality. But also, it's like gay people, man. They're never going to go away because they're born every day. No. 
See, that's where you're wrong. I don't think you followed the, the show on the close enough, the movie close enough, because all what you said is true. But then Sean Connery it was Sean Connery that said that. But it was Sean Connery's character also said, "We're all fighting for this. We all want to, you know, when when they can only be one, right. you get the the prize, and the prize was the end. He was supposed right. to be the last of the immortals, the last of the living immortals." And then after that, after he gets the prize, they will right. they will be no more, and you will get godlike intelligence. It was what you're supposed to get, mortality and godlike intelligence. And your mission from that point forward right. was to make the world a better place. So there could never be a sequel, because they said there's there's no more after this. And you know, in the second one, they that's when they that's why they had to come from another planet. That's why the writers like we had to have them from somewhere else because there would never be any more immortals on earth but these guys are from another planet they were exiled yeah. to earth which was a horrible idea and they did away with that with the sequels yeah, because everyone hated but that but my idea. thinking is it's more logical it's like like I said if you just if you just you know juxtapose it with gay people it makes perfect sense they are never there's always going to be immortals even unless unless there's the uh, uh, the, uh, the king gay guy and he says all the gay people that are alive today will fight to the death and when the last one's left standing you will be there will be no more <laughs> because that would make sense but that's also what they did in I, I you're not gonna change my mind it's not a because either way but it's not a matter either of way they your said, mind. it's just a matter of how I saw it logically it's like I I know what you're talking about but I just thought that it was it was writer's error because you can even in the last uh, Highlander movie, when Duncan finally became the one, and the prize was to have a baby, that was actually the final prize. Was well, not godlike. Well, it was baby, and yeah, I yeah. don't remember. Like you said, I don't remember if that's what if every immortal got their own prize or whatever. No, it was the, that, that's just it, dude. I I was such a nerd with this with the Highlander shit. Me and Brandon both. And the prize was mortality. That means he was he would eventually die. He would grow old and die. And he could have kids. That's all of them wanted that prize. It was the same prize for everyone. It wasn't different for whoever got it. I mean, he wanted a kid, but that was because right. he couldn't have kids and he would never grow old. And, you know, and they were all shooting blanks until someone became mortal. So uh, it, it was it was pretty cut and dry that because even when the second one came out because Brian and I were so into it it was just it was such a it was back in the days when it just wasn't a nerd cool to yeah be a nerd <laughs> yeah it just wasn't cool but we remember we were driving to see the quickening we were excited and disappointed excited because there's more Highlander but disappointed we we're both talking about it I'll never forget this it was such a geeky. Con, you know, vagina oh, sure drug conversation. Uh, <laughs> but we're like, how is there a possibly going to be a sequel? Because there can only be one. And that was the whole point of the first movie. They're not make that's the whole point. There weren't going to be any more because the ability to have immortals how? was going to go over. But how? That was a that that then that, that wasn't supposed to be explained. They don't know why they have immortals. They just do. But, you know, that's what Sean Connery's whole speech to him was. You know, you're fighting to be 
normal to live like you're supposed to live. You're not supposed to outlive everyone in your life. And just, that was the whole point. The get the end to put an end to being him because it was it was looked at as a curse, not something you want. That everyone was killing each other because none of them wanted to do. I this thought anymore. they were just drawn to it, like it's just something in so, their DNA to do it. Oh, they're drawn to each. No, no, they're drawn. They're drawn to each other. Yeah, like to like salmon swimming swimming to whole, that place where they were born. Whole, I thought it was just instinctual that they all gathered to fight. They don't know why, but they have to kill each other. Not because they know it's a curse and they want to kill each other. I thought it was just instinctual. They all know. They all wanted the prize. All of them. They even have, there's talks about. All right, we're going way too deep. What else uh, have you been well, watching? It's just, it's just I, I don't know. It just seems like a, a bad jump in logic to me, the, the whole thing. But it's still entertaining nonetheless. And also the guy who played Richie hung himself uh, sometime last year, which is the other reason why I won. The Richie, the, which one? Which one kid. was Richie? The lead, no, the, uh, the, 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 yeah. the lead guy, Stan Kirsch. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, found wow. him dead in his apartment at fifty-one years old. Yeah, and also I watched a little thing on the new Cleopatra movie, and Gal Gal Gadot is playing Cleopatra. I heard about this. I didn't even read it. Yeah, I heard it was a. I just read about this today. I didn't know it was a thing. But yeah, um, she is getting a lot of flat clap back for playing Cleopatra. Now, Cleopatra, she may not have been. They're finding out she may not have been black, but she was. See, definitely I thought always, I always thought person. she was a white woman because she wasn't born there. She came from somewhere else. Yeah, uh, I always she thought did she did come white. from somewhere else, but it was a but it, but no, she was not white. Well, obviously, Helen of Troy was white, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, Cleopatra was. She was not from there, but she was not white because there was a big thing where people were saying oh, Cleopatra's black, and I grew up being yeah, told my, my dad told me she was My black, dad always and then, said she was. You know, and, but you know, but then uh, about like I don't know eight, eight, nine years ago, reading it, and it was like scientists were like, well, she wasn't. Cleopatra was not a white woman. But she definitely wasn't black. They think all the all the analysis and all the things they were pulling from is like she's probably like some some Middle Eastern descent, just she not a, a Jew like a is. Black. <laughs> well, that's what some of the women are pissed yeah. <laughs> off about. It's like you know they're pissed off because they picked a, a Jewish woman to play this role, not just a white woman, but they picked a white Jew. And that's mm-hmm. what's pissing on, from what I've read, pissing a lot of them off. You know, it's a, you couldn't have just picked a regular white woman. You had to pick a uh-huh. Jew to do this. They steal our land to kill our people, and now they're playing Cleopatra. Are you kidding me? Oh God! I. And that's what that's what oh, the whole geez. thing I was watching was about. Well, this might not even get off the ground now because it's so much. Uh, there was another movie. I forget what the movie was, and they asked. Uh, I forget the actor. It was a white guy, and they. Asked, I forget. Oh, no! I just remember the situation. I can't remember the movie, uh, but uh, the white actor, well-known white actor, was chosen to play <laughs> an Asian character from a comic book, and he was like, "No, thank you. <laughs> I would love to be a part of this project." Just not in that character, and he bowed out, and the movie never got made. I can't remember what the movie yeah, was. Yeah, smart though. man. I'll have to do some digging. 
Yeah. So I'm surprised Gal Gadot didn't go like, hmm, I can see this being a problem. She probably didn't. Again, maybe she she didn't probably know. didn't think no. it through. Uh, you know, it's just, just like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Because, you know, because, well, yeah, you know, Cleopatra has been played in a lot of movies and every movie that I can woman, think always. of, she's yeah. been white. And, and she probably just didn't yeah. think it through, you know, and it's like, okay, I'm not mad at her, but it's like Scarlett Johansson is the same way. I, she's like, I'm an actor. I should be allowed to play anybody. And I'd look at her and so you should be able to play Harriet Tubman. She'd probably look at me and go, yeah, I should. Because I'm an actor and it's a performance. I I care less when it's people that don't exist, but when it's real people, it's just insulting. And like, okay, have you seen? Have you seen that movie that he directed? Uh, The the hijacking movie. movie. Uh, 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 I don't remember, but he won a lot of awards for it. And his fucking character was actually a brown Hispanic and looked nothing like him. Yeah, yeah. He looked nothing. You know, I hate when they do shit like that. Or we've we've mentioned this before, but like in uh, that nine um, eleven movie, there was a few of them, but the one that had uh, Nicolas Cage in it. There's a, no, no, the one, yeah, because that was the one that was directed by um, by um, God damn it, what is that name? What, uh, he wrote, he wrote um, Scarface. He directed JFK platoon thank you uh he cast a guy that was a pivotal you know character a real person he cast as a white guy yeah it was a, the, the movie's name was, it was a black guy when they, so when it's yeah, real the movie's people, name was Argo. that really infuriates me thank you and um but you know so the fact that uh but when it's you know when it's like fake characters, combo characters, I mean there's some that you just can't. Wait, you would you would want Chris Evans do to that play too, a T'Challa like, you know. and say Wakanda forever? You wouldn't think that'd be authentic? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. And you would think you would think the you know the um, you would also but you would think that uh, Tilda Swinton should have played that character. And I, you know, it, it's that whole character is this old Asian man, and then you just change it to this white woman. I mean, whatever. I'm not gonna get right. too bent out of shape up because it's not a real person. But it, there's certain characters you just gotta I mean, kind of leave yeah. alone, and 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 real people absolutely should be cast the way they are fucking in real I life. Know. At I least know. the same. I, I, no, I'm race. with you, dude. It's like you know, I, I don't know. It just it just goes to show you that even now, Hollywood still believes that if you don't have a white lead, the movie's not gonna sell. You know, after all the successes there've been with movies with non-white leads they have to have a white lead otherwise it's not going to work that's just ingrained because the baby boomers still run Hollywood people don't understand they're the problem in this country with a lot of the racism and prejudice that's going on is because they run everything and they're still alive once they finally die off things will be a lot better you gotta remember Donald Trump and Biden are baby boomers you got to remember that they were from the air. They yeah. were grown men living a life before every black person, person of color could vote. They were grown men in that era where a black man couldn't look them in the eye for without worrying about getting lynched. So come on, man. This is, this is, this, this, yeah. once they die, 
the world the world will change you know but yeah. well that's a long way yeah, we've, we've come a long way from uh now, what have you been watching? <laughs> I got one more. I Is that just it, watched something on uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart and Will Smith redoing planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm yeah, I've heard about that, and I hope Wait, who's playing who? Characters. I didn't see who plays who though. I, I, they they haven't said, but I hope uh, Kevin Hart plays the straight man and Will Smith plays the wild one because you would that no. I, I that's a movie I don't think needs to be remade but whatever if you're going to do it and do a different take on it uh, a reimagining whatever okay so we're doing it with these two guys but um, I just hope the roles are switched because you would the logical leap right. would be like the comedian plays the wild one or the you know and the straight man is going to be played by you know Will Smith Academy nominated Will Smith, so uh, I uh, I hope they switch. You know that would only if they don't do that. I'm not gonna even think about checking it out. But I'll if the trailer looks good and they actually switch the roles, I I'm then just, I'll, I'll give it a look. You know, because I think Will Smith needs. He's already given up trying to be an Oscar guy. He's just doing movies again. So yes, so maybe he can kind of go back yeah, to his does. comedic roots because he has great comedic timing mm-hmm. he, he was on a comedy show for six years so you know i i, yeah. I hope they oh, stick with dude, that what is up with that tv you know. that netflix show cuties i don't know nothing about it i, I saw something okay. and i'm like what the hell is this all right okay the movie cuties uh you know for anyone who's does who's not in the know yeah, there's a movie that is a fairly new movie that's been released on that uh, that Netflix acquired and released it under the Netflix banner, but it's called Cuties. Um, hold on, let me look it up real quick to kind of give a quick synopsis. Amy, an 11 year old girl, joins a group of dancers named the Cuties at school and rapidly grows aware of her. We're growing femininity, upsetting her mother and the values and, and her values in the process. Now it's about these girls getting this little group and and you know they realize they're little girls, not women, mm-hmm. you know, and quit trying to sexualize children. But th- that's the point of the story. Uh, but the Netflix put out their um, you know, it was just a well, it was weird. This all really stemmed from a poor poster choice. You know, Netflix will put out like their little posters, right, no, even though it's, you know, they don't have movie posters. They have like the digital, but they put out the poster of the shows coming and the cuties, they're all on stage mm-hmm. looking like, you know, damn near strippers. But eh, but that's not what the movie's about. And people are up in arms trying to say it's child pornography. Yeah, the These poster. are all people that probably never watched it. Now I I I've skimmed through it. I haven't really watched it. Watched it, but it's not you know because I want to know what I'm talking about if it gets brought up, and uh, and it's it's not that at all. It's just you know the the bad poster and it's about these little girls that realize you know we're not you know we're not women. We're acting like we're way older. You know, mm-hmm. It's like a lesson movie. It's a coming of age movie, 
and and it is now just being blown blown out of proportion by a bunch of people who've never seen it. They're just going off of, you know, the clickbaity thing of Netflix is promoting child porn, which is not the case. It just I just wish people well, like would stop it. saying stupid shit like that. You, you realize how much trouble they would be in if that's well, what they yeah, were really doing. Well, yeah, the feds would have already blocked <laughs> it. He'd, just... They'd be dead like like uh, Epstein. Ne- uh, <laughs> it yeah. would be yeah, it would, this yeah. Is, and that's Netflix why I just gone. I don't know. I, I heard about it and I read a bunch of articles on it, and I'm like in my head, I'm thinking there's no way it's as bad as they're saying because this because the United States does not, not tolerate child porn at all. We are not we're not Thailand. Or those other places, no. and that—that that is one of the few. That is one, yeah. That is one. This—that is one of the few things that, no matter who you are, if you're if you're like normal, you know, not a pedophile, but it, no matter what race or nothing, everybody Man, is on board with. Let's they, fuck this guy up. Let's fuck up the people that do this. That is the unif. That is like a unifying thing to get behind. Yeah, so yeah, we definitely yeah, don't. So if Netflix was really putting out child porn, yeah. if Netflix they caught Donald to the Trump ground, the next fucking rubbing day. one out to some twelve-year-old online in the White House, man, that he would just disappear. Okay, there's even Fox News would disavow him. Yeah, that's how. It, that's how badly. That's that's what we think about child pornography. We don't deal with it. It's like no, you will never do that. Not here. You got to go to Thailand or Vietnam or or one of them countries. You know, you got to be like Jared and travel overseas to do it. It don't happen here, and we just go well. You know, yeah, uh, shit just happens. You know, no, no, nah, man, not not child porn. Hell, we're so against it. We yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we. Do, that's the like I said. The <laughs> one thing we don't play with. You can get away with murdering people before you get away with child porn. You know. Yeah. You could even rape a bunch of grown women, but <laughs> you come near a twelve-year-old girl, boy, and that's you lights out, Jack. <laughs> you under the prison at that point. <laughs> so I, I was like, "There's no way." So yeah, it is a yeah, it is a bunch of people. But see, that's the first thing I would ask them: though. Have you even seen it? And they probably all say no. Then what are you complaining about? Exactly. People just love to fucking be part of saying the opposite of what shit is. Like, uh, I I'll, I remember I worked with this woman who would uh. fucking Pulp Fiction first came out, and she was, like, talking about how it wasn't great, and now it's overrated. I was like, well, what didn't you like about Pulp Fiction? This is, you know, Pulp Fiction was at its peak power. It was out, mm-hmm. you know, that that month we were having this conversation. She's yeah, like, oh, I haven't seen You don't know nothing about it, man. You gotta go see up. it, man. The only problem I had with Pulp Fiction is that I took, uh, I went to go see it. What was it, 93? 94? I took two 14 year olds to see it, not realizing what it was. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, they were, we were coming back oh from my somewhere. God. And I wanted to make a stop at the theater, and they were like, man, let's watch Pulp Fiction. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then that whole scene uh, with Ving Rains was in, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, dear God, what have I done? getting raped. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> and they were like, hey, man, you brought us here. You wanted to see it, you bastard. They were like, hey, you should have known better than to take us. You know, it was that whole back and forth thing. <laughs> but that's the only thing I regret is that I didn't know much about Tarantino at that point. So I didn't. The cussing and all that stuff didn't bother me. It was that oh, Bean Grains rape scene that just threw, bring out the gimp. That threw me. 
I was like, what the fuck? Man, I remember when I first saw that movie. When I first saw that movie, and and they go, where's the gimp? And I was like, this feels, you know, nothing. I know, yeah, exactly. You got that weird feeling in your back. You're like, what the hell? And then he was like, get the gimp. And as soon as I saw that guy all decked out in dude, as soon as I saw the the ball gag going ring ring mouth, I was like, this is gonna take a turn for the worst. This is not going to end well for Ving Rhames. I was like, bring out the gimp. And that's why Bruce Willis is like, I, I, I can't leave him like this, man. I I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, he's like, no, <laughs> he's no like, one Dude, but he's going to kill you. He's like, I can't, man. I I, I, I can't. I got to go back. I got to go back, man. <laughs> I was like, you go, you go back and save him. But that's the only thing I regretted about it. Then when I saw it by myself, you know, as a grown man, you know, after that, I was like, oh, okay. This is a great movie, great dialogue, but it's not nearly as violent as everybody thought it was. It's like, no, no. It's not as violent as people think it is. You know what it is? It, it is master filmmaking. He makes, he, you spend time with a character mm-hmm. and get to like them, get to know them, and then they do something completely fucked up. It has an emotional attachment now, so it feels worse than just some faceless yeah. nameless person no, absolutely you know getting shot <laughs> even like oh damn i shot marvin in the face i mean you kind of like marvin when you know it was like after they got him out there and you know they the whole time they're trying to get him to talk and he he's the second he goes open his mouth he gets a you know you know it's just yeah and they're saying you know like the big shootout at the end of the, or not the end, but in yeah. the basement scene of uh, Inglorious Bastards, that shootout had more weight because you spent mm. 15 minutes hearing him talk about his childhood. So, you know, it makes sense, you know, that people like they get all bent out of shape or think that it's so, uh, you know, the Tarantino's movies are so violent, but it's just only because he puts, he gives, you know, he does horrific yeah, shit to it, but full like i told my characters. mother when she hated spike lee for the for a bunch of years i was like you gotta watch uh you gotta watch at least one movie like i told you about gotham you know you say you hate it but you gotta watch at least an episode or two no i didn't say i hated it i said i didn't have any interest in it and it just seems like such a fucked out premise of hey there's this thing you like wanted to see what they're like when they were a kid mm. it's just like I did I, it's done so much I was just I was like I put it in that pile of shit I don't want to watch yes, it but is. Uh, that's a good segue into what I've been watching uh, Eloise and I have entered season two of Gotham we're in season two now of um, of Gotham and uh, Chickless's character is on the on the job and he seems like you know, he seems a lot, you know, I know he's going to go bad, but right now it's in the very beginning. So he's, yeah. you know, him and Gordon are like, mm-hmm. you know, freaking frack, man. They couldn't agree with each other more. Yeah. Because he's Except just saying he's everything that Gordon captain. said. Right. Except he has to, he can make it happen. Yeah. But, um, uh, so we're liking that. We're really liking it. Um, I finished, uh, the season mm. finale of The Boys was uh this last friday fucking a dude i'm gonna make it a force review if you don't check it out because right. you're going to like this show uh it's uh the boys uh season there's gonna be a season three uh season two ended perfect 
it, it, it's got it nails the graphic novels too it's just fucking awesome um uh also the season finale i'm waiting for the expanse it's another show you gotta check out i mean if, yeah the one with the um the God, what are they called um Oh God! I just, I just, I just know I'm waiting for the expanse. That's all. That's all I know. Um, there's a the expanse is on. Uh, isn't the yeah. expanse on uh, Amazon? Amazon. Prime? I know, but I'm waiting yeah. for the new season. It's already it's like several four. seasons. Isn't season it? five? Season five. Oh. Yeah, this one. Yeah, I can't. I can't oh. wait to to see it. There's a see. It's already oh. done. But I don't know when it's coming out. I'm so pissed off. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get it, man. Gotta get back into this. <laughs> well, you gotta check out okay. Lovecraft Country. It is also a really good show. Really good. Um, it's you know it's a Jordan Peele produced thing, and it feels he didn't direct any episodes, but it feels like that. I mean, it's like I like I said, it's a perfect example. It fills the void that uh, Watchmen mm-hmm. leaves left when it you know when it wrapped up. It's also the blackest show on HBO Max. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, um, speaking of HBO Max, uh, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but whatever. You hear about the HBO I heard about Max that. is Who's doing the Green, uh, Lantern, Green Lantern show? Well, here's the thing. Did you mm-hmm. realize it's going to be like a Green Lantern core? Now, I thought DC was getting in the right direction when I heard all this stuff about you know, Flashpoint and you know the multiverse and but this seems like more of the same of stupid DC decisions okay uh, now mm-hmm. let's see it's a Green Lantern show do you think it's you think it's uh, Hal it should Jordan be John Stewart or John Stewart he's right yeah, he's the most popular lantern, and everyone right. everyone relates more to him. It's going to Are be about Guy Gardner. Why? Why would you choose Guy Gardner? I shit you not. Probably because you're saving your other two choices for lanterns, or other two characters for lanterns, for the movie for the movie that they want to do. So they're doing Come more here. of the stupid thing. Hello? Okay, you're so quiet. I didn't know. They're doing the stupid thing of this universe is just for TV and this universe is for movies when they should be con- unifying them. So it's one cohesive you know, experience. It's like Marvel's doing that. Like um, uh, Doctor Strange. Not Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. You can watch it on its own, but it'll make even more sense if you watch right. the the Wanda show, WandaVision. Those two are connected. But DC is still doing this stupid thing of the TV universe and the movie universe. I say give your characters the show and just move them over for the fucking movies. You, you just make money on top of money. It's just such a stupid, short-sighted way of looking at things. The you know, if any, if Marvel has shown is that you can dominate all of it. Just you know, because they you know in the beginning, they you know they you know they were doing that stupid premise with um, 
with uh, with um, Agents of Shield and the in the cinematic universe, and they did away with that now. Now everything is going to be directly connected I, I, to I'm shows. I'm looking at Guy Gardner, and I'm like, this dude started in 1968, changed in the 80s, and then after that, dude, uh, he's in the 1992. We're talking 30 years. Why? You know how many people are going to watch yep. this and go like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy is? Well, you know what? I think you're going to focus more on the core. And they want to, and instead of, instead of just putting, you know, how or, well, John in, uh, in the core and then on this show and then move it into, segue it into movies and go back and forth. There, I'm telling you, they're saving their character, those characters for the movies. I'm telling there, you, there's no why reason. Else I mean, why you would think you that it? you would you would have Hal Jordan and you would have uh, John Stewart and just roll from there, you know, and just get it get it rolling, you know, and then roll it into the movie, you know, which would be smart to me. That would be a perfect way, you know, the yep. the, the, the 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 finale of that leads right into the movie. Whenever the movie's being made and done, that's where it goes to. And you'd have a lot more people that would... Anyway, I'm sorry. I just think DC's idiots. They don't know what they're doing. They really don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and uh, so... No, what's point, up with Strange? Uh, you heard, what, heard about Doctor Strange, right? They just announced that Doctor Strange will what be they... in Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're not going to make now. I'm just hear me out. They're not going to make that kind of announcement right. unless he's a significant character in Spider-Man Three. So we and, and, and okay. So look, we have uh, Doctor Strange is going to be Multiverse of Madness, and uh, Peter Parker's going to be in that. That's already been said that Spider-Man is in Multiverse of Madness and now Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3 I think we are going to see uh, we're going to see all of the Spider-Man we're going to see, I bet you we're going to see Tobey Maguire, we're going to see Garfield oh, Miles see, Morales um, we're going to see um, Miles Morales we're, I think we're going to, this is how they you know, they're already talking about expanding Spider-Man's universe, that's why Disney worked out that deal with uh, Sony again. So we're, we're going to have more Spider-Man movies. So I think we're going to see a Miles Morales. We're going to see... I bet you we're going to see those other characters come back. Those other actors well, come would. back as the Spider-Man from that universe. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hmm. This is... I bet, I bet money that's what's happening. Marvel does it right. And these are both connected to the... Uh, to, the Wanda movie and and the um, the um, wow. Falcon movie. They already said these are all connected. That's how you do. I mean, you don't have to see one to see the other, but you probably should. Well, that's so interesting. I mean, same story. And I'm also because I'm wondering when Miles Morales is going to take take over. You know, I mean, or is or are we just going to have him in another dimension or another? I don't know because what is what is uh, Tom Holland? He's got to be pushing thirty right now. Yeah, he's got to be. Tom Holland. Uh he's well when he did the last. He was. 
I think he's still in his early 20s, maybe yeah, mid 20s. I'm about to do this. He I'm super young. Let's Holland see. Holland Let's look him up. Like 29. Uh, oh, he's born in 96. So uh, 27. Yeah, that's what I thought. 20. He's getting to he's getting to that point where he, where Peter Parker is either going to have to grow up because I know he's got that baby face, <laughs> but once he cracks 30, then that baby face ain't gonna be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like life tends to go like ah, you're gonna you're gonna be a little older now. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna look like a kid anymore. Yeah, it's it's just it's the way it goes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think uh, I think um, I think Marvel's doing it oh right. I also read somewhere I just, that I, uh, I this guy's uh, see what they do uh, surmise that the only way Venom and Spider-Man can meet is not in the not in uh, Sony but in Marvel I can't remember what he said in his article but he put a good article together that I remember that um, Spider-Man has Venom has to be in the Marvel Universe which I think would be kind of cool, you know, because Marvel, Marvel, Marvel's had one fuck up, possibly two. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Iron Man 2. I just watched it recently. And the fact that they, you know, they didn't, they didn't do uh, Whiplash justice. I don't think, I think they, I think they screwed him over as a villain. But then again, Marvel's known for shitty yeah. villains, except for that that also and then what's his face Marvel's, uh, yeah, Marvel is yeah they're, yeah they're they're yeah Thanos and Killmonger oh I also like the I really really I got I was like I see his motivation with um oh yeah uh, yeah, Falcon, yeah um Vulture yeah. yeah he was a good villain he was a sympathetic villain because he was just getting fucked over yeah, and he all had it. He had it with getting fucked over. I totally man. get it his. Never would have happened. All they had but, to do but, was um, be right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just do him right, and it would have been just fine. Up there into the deal. Yeah, I'll just do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and they got screwed. And he's like, "All right, yeah. well, now y'all got to pay." Um, yeah, if 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 you know Stark with all his billions, if he had just like pay them what they were going to get paid to do the job and we're doing it so because we're collecting these dots he would have totally been like, well, right. it sucks but at least i didn't lose my business all right all right enough about that um i wanted to uh well want to bring up before we uh uh real quick because we're running short on time and so i want to get these other topics out because i want to talk because they're so topical uh, last week I know, I after that. the podcast, a day later, I was actually really Halen broken died. up. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It's weird. I don't get choked up about celebrity well, that, that, deaths. I like I know boy. I will when John Carpenter dies. He's just such a powerful influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a powerful influence on me wanting to be a filmmaker. But um, Eddie Van Halen was like, that was like. There's like like Kendrick's in the '60s, and a lot a lot of times you'll hear. And I said this earlier. I was talking to someone at work about this, uh, about some of the younger kids in the building. You know, I've had conversations mm-hmm. about like they'll like uh, Jimi Hendrix, and they'll say stuff like, "Well, he was okay, he was good, but you know, it wasn't that crazy." I was like, "Well, listen to mm-hmm. music 
of the same year he was putting music out. And, you know, the hardest rock you can find. He was. It doesn't, he was like an mm-hmm. evolutionary leap in the way people play guitar. Because you listen to the music of that era of, like, before he was famous, like his first couple albums, listen to the music around that time. Nobody they didn't sound anything like it. it was, no one was doing or even what he thought was doing. to do what he did. Yeah. So yes, he did. He changed the way people learned how to play. And then in the you know mid the late seventies, Eddie Van Halen, this this Danish guy, this or knows Holland. He's him and his brother from Holland originally, and uh, and uh, he, you know he's. Mm-hmm. He plays guitar like no one has ever played it before. He's making sounds come out of it because he had, you know, he didn't have any money, so he built his first guitar. That's why that that red one with all the stripes. Mm. It's uh, that's what it looked like when he was initially done with it, and and a lot of the effects. And he just didn't have he didn't he didn't have he couldn't afford the the pedals they step on, so he invented ways to make the guitar sound that everyone does now, but. And doesn't think about it, but he yep. was an evolutionary jump mm-hmm. in guitar play. He changed the way people learned. So, you know, he was like, but he was also in, you know, I was a fan from the beginning because I was listening to that, you know, I had Running With The Devil uh, 45. I had like, you know, I, I was a, I've been a fan the entire time. And it's just like, it's weird. I rarely get choked up about Celebrity Deaths, but that one really kind of kind of shook me a little bit and i knew you know he'd be cancer like twice beforehand so i knew you know i knew he was uh yeah you know it could you come know, back that old 65 yeah and it's like the older you get the younger those ages seem doesn't it you know i mean I, yeah uh, absolutely i remember i remember i remember oh. Uh, forty eight. Yeah, forty eight was like fucking there was old. One, there was I'm one moment now. I remember. I was and in I the don't gym think it's at Matt Dishman playing <laughs> basketball, and this guy was like, "Hey, you pretty good. How old are you?" And I remember saying seventeen, and he said, "Oh, okay, I'm thirty five. And I remember saying out loud, "God damn, you old man. How are you still out here playing at thirty five? You know? And he's like, "What?" Oh, I know. Now, and that's, now that's I the wish point. I had my It's like the older buddy. you get, the younger <laughs> this shit seems. Like, even if a guy dies at 70, I'm like, that's eh, not too old, you know? It's like, right now, I'm to the point where 85 is old. You know, once if you hit 85 with the way medicine is today, you've had a good run. You've had an extraordinary run. You, like, my grandmother's 94. Yeah. Man, every day is a blessing. She has had her run. You know, good for you, Granny or Betty White. What, 98? Yeah, Betty White is yeah. 90. I think. 90. I think 98. I, think 98. I, I, post, I, you I took that, that from somebody that, else. Uh, I posted it on my line. Yeah. About- and I was like, good for Betty White. That's why, that's why oh, we all yeah. love Betty White. You know, she's, awesome. a, she's a cool broad. And I'm just glad for her. I hope she reaches 100 yeah. before she dies. Yeah, that was yeah. I didn't know that about her. She get you know put her show on the line. It's like no, he he's just he's to piss everybody her. off. Not only did she double his time on the show, she's like ah, well, and, whatever, we'll be fine. And then they we'll canceled her rolling. show right afterwards. And she did. But, I mean, I've always said it, 
And I know if the fans of this show have heard me say it before, but that broad is older than sliced bread. She is, and I, I've said that before, but goddamn, that's such a thing. Yeah, older than sliced you know, bread. You know, I know. And how weird is it that it took so long for someone to go, I know. It, hey, you know what? we should sell this? Are you crazy? That's too radical. So they wouldn't You're have to do it. It just, up until, you know, it's, think about this. The first roller coaster existed before sliced bread existed. That wooden roller coaster in New York, that was built before they even had sliced bread. Well, That's it's kind of like it's kind of like that other stat that I always, that, that other fact that I crazy. always say <laughs> um, about Cleopatra, since we talked about her earlier, is that she was she's closer in, in relation in time to Pizza Hut than she is to the Great Pyramid of Giza. That is, those are the things that just make your mind just go. That's crazy. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, she was two thousand years old. But the Great <laughs> Pyramid of Giza is six thousand years old. So it's like, wait, what? Say that again. I remember when I read that, I had to read it like six different times yeah. because it's like I didn't realize how old those pyramids are, or at least that one is. And then it's like, so when Cleopatra came around, she's like, that is an old motherfucking pyramid, boy. Let me tell you, that thing is what? 2,000 years old? That's old. And now we look at Cleopatra like, god damn, you was old. <laughs> That's 2,000 years ago. You know, you don't really... It's like sometimes you can't wrap your head around <laughs> things. You know, like things that you think were, 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 were simple. You know, like a chip clip. Who was the first guy to say, you know what? I'm gonna need to keep this fresh. Let me put this Put this clothespin on my on my Doritos. Just <laughs> clip it on there, and it's like, oh, yeah, we did too. Yeah, yeah. I remember my mom used to use rubber bands. I'll just make a big clothespin <laughs> and clip it on and become a multi-millionaire. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, the yeah. guy who uh, did no the no more hanger. wire hangers that, ever. Jesus. All right. All right. All right, now I, uh, I, uh, I, before we run out of time, I want to do this. I have a Star Trek quiz. It's not really a quiz. It's which Star Trek. I'm Cisco. Damn it! Now, I already took this test, and I'll tell you at the end who I got. Now, now I have you have to answer these <laughs> the best way you can. Don't try. Why do you think I would do that? Do you think I would steer towards Cisco? Really? I'm serious, man. Because. Yes, yes, because not all of these questions, but some right, of them fine. you can go like, oh, that's this captain, that's this. Don't do that. Pick your actual answer. I mean, you know, and if none of them, there's a couple of these questions, none of them were, I like, were my preference, but I had to pick. All right, all right, all right. All right I had to pick this. one of these things to, you know. And even even in this quiz, it says, like, yeah, try to do this honestly, you know, because don't steer it. It takes the fun out. All right. All right. What captain are you? Oh. Okay. What is your dream car? And these are your choices. A red Ford Mustang, a Tesla, an awesome minivan, a BMW sedan, or a trusty pickup truck. I'd probably have to say the. Uh, you have to pick one of those. Probably the Mustang, the first one. I don't like the. I don't like the color red though, but I, I would want a Mustang. 
I just don't like the color. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Which is your favorite meal? Mm. Steak and potatoes. Grilled cheese with mm. tomato soup. Mm. Man, that's pretty good, actually. Roast chicken with root vegetables. Number one. Jambalaya. Yeah. Or cheeseburger with cheese fries. is the stuff of the devil, unless it's on a pizza. Steak and potatoes. All right. Ah, cheese is excellent. <laughs> I can hear my. <laughs> no, never mind. What did you study in college? Theater, physics, anthropology, political science, kinesiology, kinesiology, kinesiology. Thank you, my fat tongue. What you said? I tried to study political <laughs> science the most, the best I could. Um, uh, I did. I became a personal trainer, so I know more about kinesiology, but that wasn't in college. So I guess I have to say political science. Or just pick the one that yeah sounds which one you would want. Well, then I'll take anything. Like I never went to college, so I had to pick the one I would want. Political science. Okay. All right. Which ancestry do you prefer? Oh, what the fuck? What? Why? Why did I say that? Which, wow, you can't read it all right now. Which accessory ah, do you prefer? There it is. No, I took my glasses off. Shut up. <laughs> Sunglasses, fun socks, baseball cap, wristwatch, a nice beret. All right. Deep Space Nine. Which Star Trek series did yeah, you? Yeah, just keep moving. Enjoy? Deep Space Nine. Keep moving. Vo- all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, even. I didn't even really. I just pressed it. I didn't even. I just said it as a. <laughs> How do you prefer to travel? By transporter, by spaceship, by escape hmm. pod, by boat, or by walking? I'd, I'd kind of like either the spaceship Which, or the transporter. How do you prefer to travel? You can get farther. But I would love a transporter that could take you to work, though. All right. You'd wake all up right. like with a minute to go and just go to work. No shit. And then you're at work. Oh, all right, boss, I ain't late. Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so fun. <laughs> oh, my God, that'd be great. I could definitely use a transporter. What would you do if your officer was injured on the spacecraft and was technically brain dead? Would you... I'd accept their fate and let them go. I'd download their consciousness to a mainframe and acquire a new body. I'd send their family news and ask for their request. I'd acquire alien technology to make them better. Or I'd grow them a new brain in a Probably alien technology. What would you do? I mean, if it's a real friend, I would try to make them better. If it's just somebody else, I'd I don't know. I'd probably okay. leave him there. <laughs> I don't. I don't know you, man. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. Oh, jeez. Yes, Bill. I don't know everybody <laughs> equally. You're the goddamn captain of the ship. Yeah, yeah flush that motherfucker out into the base. You know. Oh shit! You're a terrible captain. 
None. I don't. How know frequently do you travel? Well, let's be honest. You don't go anywhere. I travel frequently due to work. I usually travel a few times a year. I travel every few years. I've been waiting for a long trip to Europe, but haven't gotten out much otherwise. I travel uh, on vacation. I have a, a law year. of wanting to go to Africa, so we'll throw that one. I don't want to go to Europe. I want to go to Nigeria. I don't. I don't want to go to Europe. <laughs> I want to go to Africa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> Which social media outlet is your favorite? Snapchat. Instagram, I don't even know what Snapchat Facebook, is. Probably would have Twitter, to be uh, or Tumblr. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured. Do you have a favorite star? We mean the celestial body, not celebrity. I have at least a favorite star. I try not to discriminate between the stars. The sun is my favorite. Sirius or my favorite I have star, a star is me. That is a uh, friend. But, <laughs> but, if, but if I had to pick a, someone oh, other than myself, uh, oh, Jesus, I would pick the sun because we both shine so brightly. <laughs> Oh fucking jackass! Uh, we are both blinding, motherfuckers. Terrible. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which non-Star Trek spaceship would you like to pilot? X three hundred one, Serenity, X wing, Tardis, or the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, that's the only answer. It's Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's that's the re- correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> Which beverage do you find most refreshing? Apple cider, tea, Earl Grey hot, soda pop, red wine, and Come whiskey. On, man. This, I gotta this have, one, I gotta have know, my Jack every captain. So relax from a hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, 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 gotta my You've Jack on never the box, even man. drank. On, you know this. Yeah, no. <laughs> You've you never know, gotta have drink. a double of Jack when I come home, baby. You know, <laughs> you've never even had alcohol. Yeah, I'm still here. I ain't going nowhere. I, I, I would, I'm gonna say hello. How yeah, okay. dare I'm you, sir? Say, I am a whiskey man. Pop is probably what you would yeah. ask my wife. I What's drink your, whiskey. I drink yeah, here a Jack great Coke. drink, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I do Jack and Sunkiss, which is a new drink that I'm you gonna put out. It. What else? I know. And I think it tastes fantastic. Jack and Sunkiss. No one's ever done that. It's good shit. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right, yeah. I'm an yeah. alcoholic Spoken just like the rest of you. Like Damn it. never had a drink. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> Far from it. Where would you most like to vacation Why? right now? Washington, D.C., Ohio, Miami, Miami Tahiti, huh. Or New Orleans. Also, the only problem is I'm not Ew. in shape, young. And the rich. only problem with that but is in Florida. I can still, I can, <laughs> I can still be that creepy old man with the, you know, yeah. drinking his <laughs> drink, looking at, looking, watching the boardwalk. Ah, look at that, look at that young <laughs> thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I can be stupid. Yeah. Damn girl, you looking good. Hey, what's your what's name? up, <laughs> All right. What's your name, is girl? Come on over here. What's your name? What's your name? Let Big Daddy have some words with you. (laughs) Which pet? Oh, Jesus. 
What pet? Which pet would you lo- most like to have for companionship? Golden retriever, gray parrot, miniature pig, yeah, golden retriever, beagle like puppy, ones. Persian cat. Yeah. Yeah, they're my one of my favorites too. Yeah, great temperament. They're, they're great such dogs. good. Uh, yeah, they're, great uh, dogs. they're you know tent. Yeah. They're uh, temperament. Yeah, loyal. Which U.S. government agency or branch would you most want to work for? ATF, judicial branch. Damn it! I was hoping to the CIA, Security, Department of Energy. They know everything. NASA. That's where I want. To be. I want to be the head of the CIA. I want to know yeah. it all. But yeah. probably NASA. <laughs> At least then I would know what's on the dark side of the moon and all that shit because I'm there. You know, I mean, yeah, I would okay. find out about that stuff. They can't, they can't, you can't hide aliens from the people that's working in space. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't, you, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Uh huh. All right. Which department store is your favorite? Sears, Nordstrom's, uh, a couple of those Beals, around, I don't Macy's, think, whatever. JCPenney. Yeah. Um, what was the second no, to last Sears doesn't one? exist anymore. Macy's? I'll, I'll take Macy's. Uh, Macy's? Yeah, Macy's. All right. Where do you keep your notes and reminders? The notepad on my phone, a locking notebook, post-it notes, voice memos by my audio recorder, Voice memos on my audio recorder or small spiral mm, notebook. notebook. Yeah. Yeah, if I have to keep notes, I, I notebook? do put it in a notebook. A locking notebook? Okay. All right. What is your favorite relaxing evening activity? <laughs> Playing video yeah, games? Just, just that one, dude. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's, I'm just going to hit that. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of outfit? My work uniform is my favorite. Business form. Oh, come on, man. Jeans, jeans and, and a t-shirt. t-shirt. Formal wear I'll be is buried my favorite. In jeans and business t-shirt. cap. <laughs> or or jeans or sweats or sweatpants right. and a fucking top. Unless Stephanie says, <laughs> I'm not letting that nigga go to the next life looking like that. So we put that motherfucker in a suit and a tie, and that's it. <laughs> All right. Oh, Which snack mm. do you like the most while traveling? Beef jerky, sugar snap the peas, potato chips, beef Doritos? potato chips, popcorn, mustard. I don't pretzels. eat none of that stuff, man. Beef jerky is disgusting. Yeah, they're potato chips. It is disgusting. It smells bad. Oh, beef jerky is no, awesome. That's the dog. That's food for my like dog. Beef jerky. That's how nasty I think beef jerky is. Delicious. Oh. Shut your whore mouth. And fuck it. Potato Shut chips. Your I don't even horse. eat potato chips. Dude. Shut your whore Whatever. mouth. Whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> what is your greatest fear? The unknown? Clowns? Flying an airplane? Uh, be making the wrong family. decision? Clowns or losing your my family? little brother's worst nightmare. And that's all due to me. Um, <laughs> what is the best part about being on a Star Trek spaceship? Mm. I quite enjoy the whole. Ho- I quite enjoy the holodeck. The transporters are awesome. 
helping free oppressed groups is wonderful. Developing a rapport with the crew is the best thing. Exploring the unknown is amazing. If I'm on the Enterprise, well, the, the best, best part, part about would be being on a Star to Trek have the guy in the transporter on my command transport me. It's like, okay, on my command, transport me and run up to the captain while he's sitting in his chair, smack him on his bald head, transport, go, go, go! And it transports me somewhere else on the ship before he kills me. I'd probably do No, it would probably be... Uh, so you uh, want the transporter? Seeing the unknown. I think that would be just absolutely fantastic. West All Coast. Right. Which region of the United States I've do been you to enjoy the most? Part, almost to the East Coast. Actually, I have been to the East Coast. Don't uh, like it. Yeah, put the West. Which internet browser do you use? Chrome. Internet Explorer, Chrome, Firefox, Safari, Opera. All right. Which is your favorite uh, exercise activity? Running, uh, swimming, tai chi, tennis, Before I was broken, baseball. it'd probably have to be running. I never did any of the other ones. Alright. What would you do if your ship were stranded across time and space? I'd start... Will you stop that clicking? I'd start a new life after realizing that returning is futile. I'd rely on our allies in space to help us return. Honestly, I'm not sure my shipmates and I would even notice. I'd talk to every ship I could find what? the technology to send us back, or I'd cause a rift in time and space to get Wait my a alternate you can hear that clicking to help my crew return. Okay, then since we're doing that, what is that in your background that sounds like yes. chips being shaken? Chicken. So it sounds like chips, and also I heard like nail clippings I don't know. in podcasts. I just ignored them. But yeah. You... No. Yeah, I could hear that. I, w I was clipping on my. Uh, it sounds, it sounds nailed, like I didn't know if you could hear chips. that, but whatever. I'm, I'm not, not doing anything it. else. There's nothing on. Uh, I'm in a. Well, the clicking, the clicking uh, was coming through. I was spiking. I could see it. Every time you click, I don't. I probably have to do the last one, the alternate timeline. Yeah, because oh, what's better? Cause I mean, a rift in be time space to get your alternate timeline self to help you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've got. I mean, who am I going to oh, consult with? Well, I can consult with myself because I have a great fucking brain. narcissist. Anyway, how do you get around large cities? Driving, ta New taxis, subway. Uber, so, bus subway. system, subway system. All right. Which military service would you prefer to join? No Marines. Army, Navy, Space Force, uh, Air Force, I'd probably, I'd probably, Coast Guard. The Air Force has the smartest people, so I'd probably take the Air Force. Nope. Plus, plus that's where uh, Stargate SG-1 was. Uh, they were all in the Air Force. Yeah. Well, they were. All right, nerd. How would your friends? How would your friends describe your outward personality? Competent, 
proud, tense, brooding, outgoing. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go with proud. Oh, whatever. That's the closest Fine, to, proud. That's the closest that to uh, egomaniac as I could find. <laughs> Which book would you bring with you on the ship? 1984, Jane Eyre, Frankenstein, Kill a Mockingbird, or Othello? Tell me I'm not Archer. I will hang up this thing if you, you say I'm are. Archer. You <laughs> are. That's not bad. You are James Kirk. Yeah. Now that's what that's I got. Not- you are not yeah, you're yeah, not on my level too. as a captain but okay <laughs> fuck you <laughs> oh please buddy the oh, Robinists called me the great you one will ever be. <laughs> they call me the great <laughs> one alright they don't call they you they hear shit. Captain Lucius Jackson's <laughs> on the way they run you're out of your mind man <sighs> Oh Jesus! Hey, yeah, oh, I loved his monologue. Before we I go, love uh, Bill. Did you Burr. see Bill Burr's in SNL? Man, he fucking refused. You know, he refused. And they didn't laugh that much to, either. But I was in tears. I was like, content. That was fucking awesome. Monologue. It was great because they weren't they weren't his audience. Yeah, but uh, he, I loved that he didn't change anything about him. That was awesome. It was it was like I was watching it with a big old grin on my face. So I was like, "Good for you, Bill." Nah, he's too big for that. Because I was expecting uh, they, them to they beat can't. him. Into if they want him, they're gonna nope. get him. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Kevin Hart shows up, you're gonna get Kevin Hart. You know, you're, yeah. you're not gonna be able to tell those guys how to act. You know, as long you know they yeah. they know the rules, but you're not gonna institute new rules and go like, "Look, uh, we're gonna have you have to change your act." Well, guess I'm not gonna do the show. Peace. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know, it's, how, it's probably how the negotiation ended. You know, I mean, but his whole, but last thing I want to say before we go is his whole thing about white women taking up the causes and all that. And I'm like, dude, you are so right. They, they just jump in and steal shit. They He's don't right, even though. care. They don't even care. Yeah, people, I, I, I kind of, I kind of forgot that uh, yes. that the uh, Me Too movement was about black women. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot it was. Yeah, they just took it. I was like, this is ours right. now. It was about that. Now it's just about what white women turned it into. Yeah, he is. Oh, fucking A. He's, He's great. fucking nailing things, man. Ah, Bill Burr's awesome. All right. But we should go. We yes. uh, we'll show it a little Which longer than normal, but that's fine. Do <laughs> you get what you get, folks? So, uh, and Damon's jealous. Bye, peace. <laughs> we will see you next week, folks. <laughs> All right. <laughs>